Welcome back to the Gentle Counselor podcast. My name is Crystal and I support mums through their inner healing and parenting journeys. For those of you listening right now, this episode is a little bit different because back in October of 2021, it was World Mental Health Day and I had some wonderful friends join me over three days to talk all about mental health and motherhood at the Aussie Moms Mental Health Virtual Event. I hope you enjoyed these conversations, which were recorded live at the summit. I'm also thrilled to let you know that we will be returning in 2022 and plan on making it even bigger and better. It may or may not involve a retreat. (laughs) Wherever you are right now, I hope these episodes find you when you truly need it. I would love to hear your feedback on these chats, so make sure you're connected with me on social media at The Gentle Counselor. If you'd like to receive an email once a month that is full of freebies, parenting tips, links to podcast episodes, beautiful affirmation screensavers, and other goodies, make sure you are signed up to my email list. I hope you enjoy this chat. Hello, everyone. We are back. We're halfway through our day on day one of the Aussie Mums Mental Health Virtual Event. Thank you so much for being here. If you are joining us live, say hello in the comments. Let us know you're here. Let us know that it's working and that you can see us over on Facebook. Now, I have Brooke with me today, and we're going to be talking about how baby wearing can save your sanity. Very important topic, and I can't wait to get into it more with you, Brooke. So hello, welcome. Um, Did you want to start off by introducing yourself and talking a bit about why you do what you do? Yep, absolutely. Thank you for having me here today. Can't wait to chat more. So I'm based in Brisbane. I have a seven-year-old and a four-year-old now, and this all started for me when I was a first-time mum with my daughter, so seven years ago. Yeah, and I was quite a young mum and had her. And so I used a baby carrier just as a tool myself. And I didn't think much of it. I didn't even know there was much to it. I just got a stretchy wrap when I was pregnant, thinking just another thing on the list to get. <laughs> and um, and then I went to use it and I did well with it. And I did really like it. And um, she slept amazingly in it. And I was astounded that she could sleep for two hours on me in this thing and only sleep 20 minutes in her cot and my brain could not comprehend (laughs) that (laughs) I was like you're so capable of sleeping two hours but you're only sleeping 20 minutes on your cot and obviously I I know now that of course that she's going to sleep against my warmth and my heartbeat and my movement so much more than in in a static cot um so it really helped with sleep And then it allowed me to go for a walk with her happy and allowed me to just be a bit more of a normal human being. I found like Mm. it really made me feel capable as a parent to meet her needs, but then also like to meet mine as well. And I had this, yeah, one experience where I caught the bus down to the shops and I remember getting on the bus and just feeling like so like powerful that she yeah. was in this thing and I had my hands free and I caught the bus down to the shops and then I could actually browse K- Kmart in like, I just remember being in the towel section and being like, oh my God, like <laughs> I'm actually doing this thing. Like I'm actually shopping. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My baby's asleep and I'm not like I was, I, yeah, looking back on it, I probably did have anxiety. I wouldn't have mm. labeled it as that then. I just thought, mm. Like I was really trying to find my feet with nap times and feeding and 
you know, every time she made a murmur, I really wanted to tend to yeah. her needs. Yeah. And so I was really heightened, I think, and alert of keeping her happy. Mm. And I felt like I could actually keep her really happy in the wrap. And I wasn't stressed about trying to time a nap or push her in a pram knowing she's about to get upset and yeah. pick her up at any moment kind of thing. So I was actually just like, I could let go. I knew that her needs were met and I could just get on with it. Mm. So it was very empowering experience for me. And yeah, one of my biggest tools as a parent that I used. And then from it, I went to like a local baby wearing meetup in my area and was exposed to this huge world. I had no idea that there was all these different styles of carriers, all these different brands, price points, like these, these hundreds and hundreds of dollars wraps. And I was like, whoa, my mind was just so blown. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I went home, researched and stuff and got a few different styles. I remember getting a ring sling and trying it out at home and it was absolute disaster. And I was like, <laughs> I hate, hate this. How does anyone even use this thing? They must be lying. Like it just doesn't make sense. Um, so I found, I struggled to find my feet a little bit with it. Like just, it's a, it is a skill to learn and mm. it's not always super simple to figure out these yeah, things it takes stuff practice. on your own. Mm. Yeah. So like I said at the start, because I was a young mom, I didn't really um, have a career that I'd put on hold that I was on maternity leave from to go back to. And I'd kind of lost interest in what I was studying a little bit prior to having Eleanor as well. So I kind of had a clear slate. And because it was so um, heavily involved in my life, baby wearing, I um, decided that I really wanted to do something with it, some, some kind of work and teach more parents about how amazing it is and how empowered yeah. they can feel. Yeah. That's so great. They can meet their baby's needs and it also meant I could work by keeping Eleanor close because I still yeah. probably had separation yeah, anxiety yeah. <laughs> yeah but what a great way so, to be able to combine both things like being a new mom and a young mom and your baby still being so young and then being able to support other people in such a wonderful way because I really do think baby wearing is so like underrated still it's such a big tool like in my parenting toolkit as well it saved me so many times and just I totally know what you are talking about when you have that moment where you're like oh my goodness I have two hands <laughs> and like you can do what you want and your baby's calm and not screaming and you're not worried about oh, are they breathing because you know postpartum anxiety and intrusive thoughts are really fun <laughs> with that mm, it just makes yeah. it so much easier like you said it just makes you feel so much more capable and yeah. I think for me, I can definitely relate to when you're talking about being anxious because uh, my firstborn, my daughter, could never be put down into the cot. So that was really tricky to navigate. And it was like, okay, how can I still like eat a meal? Like, how am I going to, you know, do like the million and one baby onesie laundry like for the day? And so I think I started out with a ring sling um, because we had bought one at like a baby expo we went to. And I actually found that to be quite like good and easy once I got the hang of it. Um, I did go to a baby meetup, like a local one on the Gold Coast, and that was great. And that's when I also learned all the different ways that you can carry them and use a wrap. And there was like back carry and then like pretty designs. And I was like, this is, this is pretty cool. So then I got like a wrap from that. And that's my favorite one to use. I, I never got one of the buckle ones. I just... I don't know, for some reason, I just like the idea of the wrap more. Um, mm -hmm. And I used it probably a lot more with my second, with my son. But that's also because I had a toddler running around. So mm -hmm. that was a great way to um, keep everyone safe and yeah. making sure that I wasn't disrupting him too much. And I wasn't disrupting her too much. I could just kind of get on with it. Um, 
And yeah, definitely better sleeps, especially witching hour, I think mm. was a time when I would like get the vacuum out because the vacuum noise in combination with the baby wearing yeah. was like my go-to move for like 5 p.m. So the house was really clean and <laughs> everyone was chill. And it just made such a big difference. And I've even had times where I've visited family members or friends who have had babies and I always take my carry with me just in case. But to be honest, most of the time I just get the snuggles because I want to hold a cute baby anyway. But it's always good to have as an option. Like we all have those times where you realize, oh, I'm going to be here for a long time. Um, and rather than like have your arms get exhausted, you can at least just learn how to carry correctly so that you're not like hurting your back or anything. And then you can just kind of get on with whatever you need to do. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I would love to see more people talking about it because I can definitely think of ways that I probably wasn't carrying safely I guess mm. and I know now in public when I go out and I see people like at the shops or whatever and I'll I can notice it now like if a baby's head's flopping or if a newborn is facing outwards or um you know the leg shapes but I won't get into it because I'll let you talk about it mm. so what are some of your tips for how people can baby wear safely yeah absolutely so important like without baby wearing safety we have no baby wearing like it has to be the highest priority mm. um but I did just want to touch on some of the things you mentioned as well about yeah it being underrated I agree I feel like it's gaining so much more not popularity but it's becoming more accepted as just a tool to use because yeah. it, it did used to be seen as kind of more a hippie thing or yes. a real niche a niche yeah. thing that maybe only suited Except like it's a, a good word mm. yeah and and suited like a certain style of parenting and now mm. people are actually going oh no it's just incredibly practical because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> children want to be carried anyways you know they're born wanting to be carried so let's actually use this tool to be super practical and save our arms and our posture and so, when you don't want to lug the pram around like those yeah. things are super annoying in tight spaces <laughs> and I yeah. think yeah it's like okay instead of this huge thing that's like really annoying to navigate I can just grab like this little wrap <laughs> and we're good yeah. to go yeah exactly and you also um jogged my memory as well on when you're going places and I think you were saying that you used to carry your friends babies right yeah 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 but I was was thinking that I used the baby carrier as a way for my mum to be able to look after my yes. daughter yeah and that also saved my sanity because you know she would feed to sleep I would mm -hmm. cuddle her to sleep it was a big thing with her um you know by the time I had my second this wasn't so much what was happening I think he was also a different kid where he didn't need as much contact but I think it also fed off me as well this is the first time mum myself I was just mm. like I need to be with her she needs me all the time yeah. and so the carrier was a sleep tool it got her to sleep on me and I knew that if my mum was looking after her for a few hours as long as I left the carrier with my mum my daughter was going to be fine. Yeah, <laughs> that's so, so that great. That really yeah. put me at ease a lot that she wouldn't be upset needing me. My mm -hmm. mum would be able to settle her with mm -hmm. this carrier. Um, yeah, we yeah. did that too because my daughter went to a family daycare and you just made me remember mm -hmm. we did do that actually. Um, yeah. So she was able to be baby one a little bit to be put down for naps. And I was so grateful to have that because I know a lot of parents are worried about, oh, how are they going to transition into being cared by someone else like they don't have the boob they don't have me how are they going to go yeah, to sleep and exactly. yeah I like that you talk about using it as a sleep tool as well yeah and um I was about to just say on that um yeah they just recognize it she, my mom uses it oh my gosh it's just left my brain <laughs> 
I can't remember now. That's okay. It might come back to it me. Back. Yeah, it might come back to me. It was really <laughs> so many things to talk sleep. about. <laughs> there is, but safety. We'll go on to that, even though it's going to annoy me, and I really want to remember. <laughs> I can't remember. Um, if you remember, you can always come back and chuck it into the <laughs> chat box. Um, sure. The okay. Box. <laughs> yeah, it was just it was so put me at ease knowing my mum could settle her. Um, yeah, I can't remember what else I was going to add to that. But anyways, so safety. Yeah, safety is always the number one priority because using a carrier or a sling does come with slight risks mm-hmm. and it's you know important to be aware of those and making sure that you're on top of avoiding those risks. Um, and those risks are that it's a suffocation hazard and a fall hazard. Now, children are most risk under four months of age in these devices so because they've got such a heavy head to hold Mm. up in proportion to the rest of their body and also they're not going to let you know that something's wrong as much as an older child will Um, so we follow the ticks baby wearing safety guidelines which is a universal set of um, guidelines as an acronym and it can you can use it from newborn to toddler and no matter if you're a beginner or advanced person carrying your baby as well so t stands for tight um so we always want our child to be firm against us held nice and firm and they move with our body as we move they're not swaying against us in the carrier and you'll know if it's too tight um just tune into your instincts and stuff otherwise it'll feel nice and secure i is in view at all times which means you need to be able to look down and see your baby's nose and mouth at all times completely clear of the carrier or your fab like your shirt um you know often they have their head turned to the side i might just got a little picture here that i can show you what i mean um <laughs> that's oh, yes. when he was younger <laughs> yeah so they often have their ear resting against your chest is really lovely and some mm. will like want to nuzzle straight into you and you know it's okay as long as that's kind of flat here and then once they're asleep you can just kind of turn their head mm. a little bit so anyways in view at all times of that nose and mouth nothing obstructing that view or the airway to it the airflow to it c is close enough to kiss so your child has got got a little demo doll here that I can use to show you Uh, your child is held up nice and high on your body that you're able to just glance down and kiss the top of their head right there if you're kind of extending your neck to kiss them they're probably a little bit too low so just bring them up nice and high and this is as they get older as well Mm. always want them close enough to kiss helps your ergonomics to stand up nice and tall um, but it also helps you to keep an eye on them so that comes back to the in view at all times you know if they're a bit lower they might be a bit more smothered in the carrier so yeah close enough to kiss their head and then k is keep the chin off the chest so we don't want our babies to be end up slumping and their chin falls onto their chest and that all works together if they're held firm nice and tight back to the t then we should have a nice curved spine that's kind of firmly pushes this chest cavity against yours rather than lets it slump so it's held firm and the chin naturally will stay off the chest Mm. and a good practical way is to test that two fingers can fit between their chin and their chest um and so that's an airway thing and then s is supported spine so again that spine's just supported with the carrier kind of inch by inch it's not gaping and loose and allowing them to slump so nice and supported in that curved natural position so yeah just always being I love how you just are like here's my demonstration (laughs) yeah there's always one around um yeah the two biggest things is airways and making sure your baby's not gonna fall they're nice and secure in there so just always being mindful of those things yeah yeah and I think for me um finding 
out how to do this safely in someone who has a bigger body and larger chest was really tricky for a while. I felt like there was something I was doing wrong, but to be honest, for anyone watching this who struggles with their body image is gonna be able to relate that you internalize a lot of things as, oh, it's me, like I'm too fat to baby wear, right? Um, mm -hmm. And I think I just want to bring that up as, because I have personal experience with that, but also how you can still baby wear. Um, even if you are in a larger body, it's just that's following the same um, things with the ticks. And then just figuring out where on your body that kind of sits. And I think for me, that's what took the longest to figure out was not having them too low. And then they were like literally right, right in there. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. And then not too high where they were slumping over because there was that extra distance anyway. Um, and it takes a bit of, bit of maneuvering tweaking. to do, a bit of tweaking. And I like your tip about moving their head to the side. Because I think that's what I eventually learned was, oh, I just need to place like their ear on that area and then they're like you know they don't have boobs suffocating their face kind of thing. yeah yeah so is there anything else we can be mindful of to do with that if we notice that something's not sitting quite right mm, yeah that's right like it baby wearing will suit everybody and it's just about tweaking or finding a style that's more suited to you like sometimes the structured carriers they're structured so they're you're kind of fitting your body into it and your baby into it and mm. that's not going to always work for everyone um whereas a wrap is going to fit around your body and around your baby perfectly every every time and mold really beautifully to you mm. so it's about yeah finding the right style and tweaking um yeah, it would just be about tweaking and sometimes just moving that belt to a different spot. You Often it's common for parents to have it really low, so bring that up a bit higher. But then mm. if it's like too high and stuff, adjusting that slightly. Just, yeah, tweaking, reaching out to like a baby wearing consultant or going to a baby wearing meet where there's experienced people that can potentially help you more. Um, there is a really good page as well called Plus Size Baby Wearing. And, um, I followed them on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. They're great. Really, really amazing. So yeah. there are just tweaks you can make um, and different kind of positions you can try out yeah and I think you hit the nail on the head it's like figuring out which style of wrap um not wrap sorry which style of baby carry is going to suit you because I think the structured ones are the really popular ones now and maybe that's why I was never drawn to it because I just couldn't see how that would quite work with us and I also wanted my husband to be able to baby wear and he's like me he's also in a bigger body as well um so for us like having that long wrap made the most sense plus we could try out different styles and I knew as they grew bigger and older and if I wanted to do like a back carry with my toddler that was another option I could have to do with them as well um and Sarah's just commented that she found it tricky to baby wear as a plus size woman too. Um, yeah, so she's very happy to have that shout out of that other page that we just mentioned. Yeah. Yeah, it just really helps to um, be surrounded by people who are doing it, I think. And if they're really wanting to like hire like you, Brooke, to have a session to figure it out, because I know you do in person, but you also do online sessions as well which is great so that means everyone's able to access you and you know your wisdom of knowledge it's just so needed and I think for me it was going to that baby meet that I really got a good feel for it and I remember everyone being so lovely and inviting and like figuring it out and they like basically did it for me and I was like how did you do that yeah. <laughs> like that yeah. was amazing and it felt really good and secure and I was so surprised that I didn't feel pain in my back I think um, I had the assumption that it wasn't going to be comfortable and as mm. no if it's not comfortable like 
it's like breastfeeding. It's like, it shouldn't be uncomfortable. Yeah. You should be able to do it in a pain-free way. So let's find some tweaks and figure it exactly. out. And I think you get that from like other women, from people in the community who are able to share their experience and knowledge. Yeah, definitely. Um, you should never be experiencing pain while baby wearing. Yeah, it's not something that's like, oh, well, I'm just carrying my child. They're heavy. It's going to hurt. Like, mm. no, it should be completely pain free. Um, if that's happening, there's some tweaks that need to be made. That even happened in a consult that I did this morning and a dad put his son in the baby carrier for the first time. Mum had been using it a lot, but he hadn't. And he was like, oh my God, like I feel nothing. It's like taking all his weight. And this child was eight months old, so mm -hmm. heavier. And um, yeah, he was like, whoa, it actually takes all the weight really well. So yeah. 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 And they're so cute. I have so many pictures of us baby wearing just because they looked so adorable in it as well. And I, when I had my son as a newborn, we tried a double wear. So I had my daughter on my Ooh. back and him on the front just for fun. I never went out because yeah. I, I wasn't confident enough to really do that, but it was really fun for the, for her. I mean, she was old enough to know and she thought it was the best thing ever. And then what ended up happening was she started bringing me her like Teddy or baby with a blanket and I would wrap <laughs> and it was so cute. And I was like, Oh wow. Look, adorable. I just like passed that on to her without realizing. Um, so that's super cute too. So she has like that Kmart clip baby carrier and yeah. she loves she loves to go out to the shops with her baby in that as well and so yeah. I think that's just so funny that we're also like showing our kids another way that they can care if they want to have kids <laughs> one day yeah um because I didn't get on to telling people more about who I am and I will but I'm the Kanga training country leader so Kanga training the um, baby wearing yeah yeah baby wearing exercise class and um anyways my daughter said to me the other day in the car mom when you die I'll take over Kanga training for you <laughs> It's <laughs> like, thank you, sweetie. <laughs> yeah, my, kids, my kids know that I, I'm always helping um, families with their baby carriers. Yeah. Oh, but. I definitely want to give Kanga training a try next time. I'll have to come to yeah. one of your classes or something. I, yeah, I totally They're on the Gold Coast. Yeah, oh, there's great. a trainer on the Gold Coast. So definitely. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, well, yes, tell us a bit more. About, yeah well yeah I will. let me just talk about toddlers as well and just going on from yeah yeah your daughter grabbing a teddy is that baby wearing can yeah not only save your sanity with your potential first child or mm -hmm. the exact child that you're wearing but when another one comes into a mix and you're dealing with siblings and parenting more than one child like baby wearing can also definitely save yeah. your sanity um even if you've worn that that first child and you've now had a second, I did this and, um, you know, that second child potentially down for a nap. So your newborn's down for a nap and you mm -hmm. just got some one-on-one -on -one time with your toddler. You can put them up for a carry and they like cherish that because a lot of your attention is now going to this newborn and they're, you know, adjusting to that attention now being divided. And if they've always had cuddles with you, it's something, a beautiful way to reconnect. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just have that closeness and slow down. And I did that. That with my daughter um you know she'd be having a tantrum about something and I just put her up and she mm -hmm. would just kind of melt away eventually she would calm down so yeah it can really help definitely witching hour it helped it helped me get out of the house as well like I put my child in to do my hair and makeup and he was still happy in there and I could actually kind of get ready and stuff so mm -hmm. Yeah, it's such a practical tool. Um, I mean, I drop lots of food on my kids' heads. Yes, Let's be honest, I use it a lot so I could finally eat a meal. <laughs> yeah, I do that as well all the time. I mean, yeah, like if they're happy in there, just let them be yeah. happy. Um, and even when I took out the pram, 
Um, because sometimes whether it was hot, I just didn't feel like they'd be wearing, and I would go for a walk out and, and I would take the pram, which my son was okay with more so than my daughter was. I would still take my rep with me just in case. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so then it just alleviated all the stress of, okay, I'm about to go for an hour walk. I'm literally leaving my car. So I'm going to have to deal with the entire hour. And then it was just another like good backup plan to have if I needed it. Um, or if it was like winter, then I'd prefer that anyway, because I knew I'd be keeping yeah. them warm and they would keep me warm as well, to be honest. Yeah. So that was like a great bonus to realize what lovely like um, heaters they are. <laughs> yeah. too. And for me getting sleep at night, because um, my husband's a gamer, so he likes to play his games at night once the kids are in bed. But when we had a newborn again and I was trying to catch up on sleep, he would baby wear. So he'd like be able to like lean his mm. chair back, or whatever, and still do his gaming and do his thing. And I'm saying this because I know other people watching probably have husbands that are doing the same thing. So they can do it as well. It can be another great way for them to support you, especially in those yeah. early months when you're trying to take care of yourself as well. Mm. Or an exercise ball is really good to sit on too while they're yeah. just like asleep because you can yeah. keep bouncing, but like rest your legs. Yes, yeah, I and it is do a, that many times. <laughs> yeah, it's a really good tool. Like I said, how I passed it to my mom to mm. um, get Eleanor to sleep and I still can't remember what I was going to say about that. It's annoying me. But it is a really good tool to also pass on to your partners or even friends and family, um, especially in those early days when your child's like cluster feeding and establishing your milk mm-hmm. supply and stuff. And they just, if they get to you, they're like, just want to feed. And you're like, like, I know that's great. You're trying to establish my milk supply, but I just need a minute. And so you can just like, that would happen all the time I'd be like I know Bob's not hungry mum can you take you know Axel and and he would just settle and have a sleep on her no problem and then when I'd taken a minute for myself then I could have him back and give him a feed or whatever so yeah and combining both breastfeeding and baby wearing was like game changing once I finally figured out how to maneuver again being plus size it was like literally having to like okay, how do I like pick up my boob and like not suffocate and like <laughs> do all of that. Mm. And I did figure it out a few times, which was so great. And I was like, this is amazing. Like I'm doing all the things I am. super. Yeah. I think those were yeah. the moments that I really felt like I had it together as a mom so was when I was able to baby wear and, and do all the things. Yeah. And a really good tip for bigger breasts is to get a towel or like a washer or something quite thick and roll it up and be able to prop your breast with that. And it kind of holds it up for you while your baby wearing and breastfeeding. So I've just heard that's a really good. Yeah, cool. Um, I used to do it in public more so because of course, baby got hungry right when we finally yes. were like in the middle of doing our grocery shop for the week. And so that's actually how I first learned how to do it because I was like, there's nowhere to sit. I can't, I don't want to take you out of the wrap. Like that's like a big thing in itself. And then I think that's what forced me to like first learn how to do it was because I needed to. And it it was great. It's just, yeah, baby wearing. I love the title that you picked for this with how it can save your sanity because like legit. It's they can like on so many levels. One, number one. On so many levels. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah. So Eleanor got to about six months old and I was like, what am I gonna do, you know, with my life? <laughs> and I'd heard about this baby wearing Zumba class in a Facebook group or something. I was like, oh my God, it sounds amazing. I used to love Zumba. I love baby wearing. I want to do that. And there was only one, and it was Kanga training. It wasn't baby wearing Zumba. It was actually Kanga training. Someone just described it as that. And there was only one other trainer in Brisbane and she'd kind of just okay. started at this point. Yeah. And so I looked into it and I decided I want to be a Kanga training instructor. So I went down to Melbourne and wrapped Eleanor up on the plane and she slept in the wrap, the whole plane down. And uh, yeah, did the course, came back. And then I started as a Kanga training instructor. So 
Um, for those who don't know what Kanga training is, it's a baby wearing exercise class, but it's designed by physiotherapists, baby wearing consultants. So it's incredibly safe. It's designed for baby wearing. So it's low impact. All the exercises are safe to do while you're carrying up your baby. We don't do anything crazy like star jumps or <laughs> yeah, it's very, don't very like post- star jumps anyway. <laughs> very postnatal safe and baby wearing safe so great. Um, and it's all around the world it was developed in Austria and uh, yeah there's trainers all around Australia there's about 65 of them wow. and so yeah I cited as, as that and it was so wonderful for me I met an amazing community of mums I felt so good because I was you know adding value to their lives mm. but it got me out of the house it gave me purpose as a new mum and then from that I was just baby wearing more and I decided I wanted to get more into it so I became baby wearing consultant and went and did training in more areas of baby wearing because Kanga training is mostly just your buckle carriers it's a kind of yeah, smaller so I wanted to extend my knowledge so I did mm. that and then I started working as a baby wearing consultant where yeah I went out to people's houses or they came to me didn't offer online really for a number of years because it wasn't so much needed um, or kind of what people did. It was all in person. And um, yeah, and then I sold a number of brands and stuff like that. And then I kangered all the way up to 36 weeks pregnant with my second. Wow. Yeah. So Eleanor was about three by that point. Most of the class, she'd just chill on the floor, but sometimes I did have her on my back with my big bump on the front as well and still did (laughs) it. Balancing it it out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, with baby wearing, you know, you gain your strength as if you're carrying from newborn, Mm. as your child gets bigger, your strength just gradually increases. Um, Yeah. And then once I had him, I stopped taking classes. We kind of moved to the other side of Brisbane, a few things changes, but I kept doing consulting. And then I started educating professionals on baby wearing safety and best practice, seeing a need for like doulas to get more educated, midwives, um, chiropractors, physios, anyone that kind of sees parents and, Mm. you know, these parents could be talking about their baby carriers not working and at least then they're able to give out good, correct advice Mm. because the advice was really scattered all over the internet and there wasn't really like a peak body for you to go to to get information from. Yeah, yeah. so Kelly and I started the Australian Baby Wearing Association last year, which is the peak body in Australia for baby wearing safety. And we educate the professionals now through. That so amazing. I remember mm-hmm. seeing all of that come together and I'm even trying, I do, I'm like looking in my drawers oh, yay! because I still have my copy of, it's in a, it's in a container still because I haven't had a chance to give it out to anyone, but <laughs> Yeah, you can go and grab these. I'll let you tell people about it, but I'll yeah. show them what it is. Yeah, they're just little community cards that show different way, um, yeah, different way to carry your baby safely and then ticks guidelines on the back and then a QR so code good. that goes to our website. So you could give those out to people in public if you see them like wearing their baby and maybe you know, oh, they could tweak that carrier, but you don't know how to say it. You could just yeah. let them know, you know, that. <laughs> um, yeah, and then a few months ago um I got appointed yeah as the Kanga training country leader so now I just kind of manage the brand in Australia for Kanga training so So that's amazing I feel like I've come back full circle as well because it all started with (laughs) Kanga training and um now I get to still be so involved so it's yeah it's really awesome yeah I love what I do I feel so special I feel like I'm meant to do this yeah um somehow you really light up when you're like in your element talking about it and doing it too yeah 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 it's it's so fulfilling like to 
empower these parents with this mm. tool um and it's so p- nice for the babies as well because I feel mm. like I get to advocate on their behalf yes. you know they can't talk Definitely. about how much they want to cuddle and stuff and I'm able to yeah. encourage their parents to cuddle them <laughs> yeah having such a positive ripple effect it's absolutely amazing and and that's why I, I said at the very beginning like it's just underrated and it shouldn't be mm. this is like honestly the number one thing I think I remember joking to people about how with my second like you know your hospital or your baby list of all the items you need and I'm like I literally need like my boobs nappy and like a carrier <laughs> like that <Yeah. laughs> so like my big three things that I need and I'm good <laughs> yeah so true good to go yeah, we've got some people in the chat on awesome. Facebook. So Debbie's just been talking about how she used structured carriers the most with her older ones. But with this baby, she's saying she's heavier than previously and she's really loved the stretchy and the ring slings this time around. Um, yes, and Brooke is a magician with the tweaks. Um, <laughs> and made a joke about how you have to leave the Kanga business to your daughter and your will. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So funny. But yeah, it's definitely your zone of genius. That's from Debbie. So yeah, you're right in your element, bringing so much of like a meaningful difference to people. It's just so great. And I love being connected to you because now I know I'm like, oh, great. I have someone (laughs) as a resource for, you know, baby wearing. And um, Sarah's just said, I'm wishing I wore my first more now can't wait to try it again with baby number two I always feel the same too Sarah I'm always thinking like I wish I had done it more because when I did it I loved it so much and it was great and um with sleep training culture being so like present and so stressful on so many parents that you feel like you have to get your baby to sleep in a cot or whatever it is um Mm. I just wish I could go back and like take yeah. away all those moments of angst that I had feeling like I was doing something wrong because my baby didn't want to be away from me. Who would have thought? Um, I, just I, know. Wish, I just wish I just was like exercise ball baby wearing and I did it a little bit, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's just something yeah. that we learn from yeah. with experience and it's all that hindsight, I guess, but yeah, having yeah. people and talk about it and being surrounded by people who are normalizing it as well, like yourself, I think is really yeah. important too. I think the like it is slowly changing away from that. Mm. Oh, they need to be independent, like very slowly. But I feel like it is happening. Um, it's just so important that you tune into your instincts as a parent yeah. and your baby, and just do what works for you. And if you're both happy, keep doing it and just try and shut the rest out. Mm. Um, and also, like sometimes people's opinions or something can be a reflection on, you know, maybe that they're triggered a little bit that they didn't follow their instincts because they yes. thought they they couldn't and they're watching mm. you follow yours and it can bring up stuff for them Definitely. um so just something to be aware of that um yeah just keep doing you mm. and yeah and if you're a professional watching this and you're working with parents um you know giving them permission to follow their instincts is so important because they're just wanting to a lot of the time but they're reading this stuff and they're feeling conflicted and if you're just saying no go cuddle your baby and keep them close like it's they're just like oh thank god it's all I want to do but like I thought I couldn't I've had so many clients that when I mention the option or the idea of baby wearing they are literally like I never even thought of that like, so for mm. a lot of people, they don't even realize it's an option as well. Or like mm. you said, they need to be given that permission because maybe other people told them scary stories of, you know, I don't know, 
news loves to like take advantage if anything ever happens and like you're saying as long as you're following those safe guidelines like with the ticks like you're all set to go and if ever you're nervous you can reach out for people um online or people like brooke like anyone who you know is all about baby wearing and knows what they're talking about everyone's always like up for helping each other out because we get it we get it (laughs) yeah been yeah. done since the start of time you know that's the children. thing isn't it it's nothing new it really isn't anything new yeah it's just you know they used to use animal skins or bark or planks of wood or something to carry children and mm. now we've just we've um yeah with sewing techniques and technology they've just adapted it and everything so yeah it's yeah. always been done and different cultures have their own special carriers and styles and um yeah we're spoilt for choice now and yes. such a practical practical thing in your parenting toolkit definitely. yeah and I love how you offer them for sale as well because that means we can just go to you <laughs> yeah yeah I do have them there available a few different brands um just the ones that I really rate uh, you can find them on my website definitely yeah. or always I'm um, you're welcome to you know send me a dm and ask me a question about a certain brand and I'll give like my unbiased opinion I just want people to be carrying their babies safely and happily mm-hmm. and and that's why I'm there for consults as well if you have another brand and you need help getting it fitted like yeah you can book an online zoom consult like this I do 30 minutes or 60 minutes and yeah we can cover so much online because it is often mm. just those tiny tweaks where I'm like oh you just need to lift that waist belt and actually kind of tighten this way and boom everything works yeah, <laughs> so, yeah yeah and I can't even imagine that like elated feeling that people must get when they're like yeah. finally like I've, I know and they remember that tip and they can use it each time that's so great yeah work. is there yeah. anything else you're wanting to share with us before we finish our chat today no I don't think <laughs> remember so. that thing from chat. early <laughs> What, what was it no I cannot remember that the only thing I can think of was were you thinking of the benefits for the baby like with the sleep aspect I'm like trying to think for you because uh-huh. we've done a podcast together so I'm trying to think about whatever we talked about yeah, in that episode it was something about sleep and being able to pass the carrier on like transition no I don't know I'll, I'll remember it as soon as we get off this I'm sure that's fine pressure. Chuck, it, like chuck every... it in the comments and then yeah you okay know. <laughs> or maybe it's just gone that's so well. <laughs> but thank you for bringing it up no I can't remember no that's fine <laughs> thank you so much for joining us today can you please tell everyone um where they can find you so Brooke Marie full stop baby wearing and that's Marie M-A-R-E-E so Brooke Marie Full Stop Baby Wearing on Facebook or Instagram. And my website's brookemarie.com.au. Yeah, you'll find me there. And on Instagram, I have my handles for the association, the Australian Baby Wearing yes. Association and Kanga Training Australia as well. So perfect. Again, Thank you so Thanks. much again for taking the time to chat with us today. Thank you so much for having me. It's been wonderful. Bye, Brooke. <laughs> Bye.